Hi, everyone. This is What the Dog Knows with Kristen Rosenbaugh, a podcast by Wagnificent Canine Truffle Dogs. Welcome to episode three, everyone. I'm your host, Kristen Rosenbaugh, and today is our first masterclass lesson. In this series, I'm going to share with you my entire curriculum from Sniffer Dog Training Foundations to teaching your own dog to find truffles. In this episode, I will share with you the basic sniffer dog game, which is the foundation for all sniffer dog training. I'm also going to explain to you the general process that we use and why it works. And lastly, I'll give you an activity to do so that you can get started with your dog right away. Let's dive in with some important concepts. A sniffer dog is any dog doing detection work. And while this program will specifically show you how to teach your dog to find truffles, the methods here can be adapted to anything you want to find. I do feel it's important to mention that this program is not intended for those of you looking to get into search and rescue or police work. This program is intended for anyone looking for an enriching and fun recreational activity with their dog or anyone wishing to learn to find truffles. You'll learn the foundation for teaching your dog anything that you want to find. Anything from your keys, to your wallet, to your cell phone, or gourmet mushrooms. It all begins with a basic sniffer dog game, where we create a fun, naturally rewarding enrichment activity for our dogs. We can structure it in a way that gives us free behaviors in the end, and it allows us to gradually insert ourselves into the picture when we know that the game is important to the dog. The game is taught in a way that removes pressure from you and the dog. For example, we don't have to worry about timing and reward placement and markers and other training mechanics when you get started, because we're going to let the rewards do the work for us. By letting those reinforcers do that work for us, we can gradually learn the mechanics rather than having to apply it all from the very beginning. The first step is to teach your dog a basic sniffer dog game. Now, I've written one week of lessons to introduce the basic find it game, and there's a lot of detail in those lessons. I'm only going to review the steps here. Those lessons are free, and I'll put instructions in the show notes for you, so I encourage you to sign up for the lesson. The first step is to find out what your dog loves, and I mean something that your dog really, really loves. It's easiest to work with food, but we can make a toy work if there's no food option for your dog. To find out what foods your dog really loves, gather a variety of sample that you can present to your dog one at a time. Make some observations about how your dog responds to those foods and start to note which ones are really high value to your dog and which ones are low value because those are gonna come in handy too. Once you know what your dog loves, You're going to introduce the game, and we're going to introduce the game with a tossed treat. This makes everything incredibly easy for you and incredibly easy for your dog. It's a win-win for everybody. I do cover a lot of detail in how to toss the treat, so make sure that you sign up for the lessons so that you get the complete instructions. In step three, you're going to progress the game to a disappearing treat and observe how your dog shifts from a visual focus to using their nose. This step is a great example of letting the reinforcer do the work for you. Your dog is getting rewarded for the successful find, 
and you have the opportunity to step back and observe. This allows you to understand your dog's behaviors and body language and how it changes in different situations. Because you'll be tossing the treat in a very specific way that allows it to disappear from the dog's visual field, you'll be able to observe how your dog shifts from a visual focus to using their nose. I haven't yet met a dog that doesn't love this game, so you're going to have a lot of fun playing it. In step four, you're going to do two things. You're going to be an opportunist where we'll set up a scenario so that you can see just how valuable this game is to your dog. Once we determine if this game really is valuable to your dog, you'll become a player in the game rather than just an observer. This is a critical point in the progression of the game because we don't want to insert you in the picture of the game until we know that your dog naturally loves it and is willing to initiate the activity. Once you've become part of the game, it's time to move on to step five. And in step five, we add a verbal cue. This verbal cue is not going to be the same word that you use for your target odor. So for example, if your intent is to learn to find truffles, this word is not going to be your truffle hunting cue. This verbal cue will be a generic find it cue that you can use to transfer the behavior to anything you want. In step six, you will progress to finding a hidden treat. Now, there are a lot of specifics in the way I teach this Find It game, so I really encourage you to go back and sign up for the lessons. There are minor details that have a big impact later. They'll give you free behaviors in the end. So even if you have a basic Find It game that you play with your dog, I encourage you to go back, look through the lessons, and make sure that you've filled any gaps that might be present. Instructions for how to sign up for those lessons will be in the show notes. I want to address some of the questions that typically come up when people begin this process. The first question that I usually hear is, why am I using treats if I eventually want to find truffles? Those treats are what we call primary reinforcers, meaning they are already reinforcing to the dog and we don't have to create value for them. This allows us to begin the game as an enrichment activity. And that means that the dog is participating in an activity that it already wants to do. Alternatively, we can take a behavior shaping approach, and I've done that too. I believe beginning in this way with primary reinforcers gives students a huge jump start in the overall process. And I also feel that it's a more efficient and meaningful way of learning for the dog. By using primary reinforcers, we can step back and observe. We can gradually guide the game to the desired end result. And the enrichment game does a lot of the training for us. The dog learns the skills needed, and there are fewer opportunities for the handlers to make a mistake. So essentially, we're teaching the dog in a way that minimizes handler error and maximizes learning opportunities. This allows us to take a very organic approach to teaching the dog. We're building on something the dog already wants to do versus asking them for a specific behavior. This creates a very different motivation for the dog. Because we can rely on those primary reinforcers having perfect timing for us, we can simulate conditions and challenges while using those primary reinforcers and before transferring all of those behaviors to our target odor. 
Over time, we're going to teach all of the components of this search game using primary reinforcers. Then we'll teach some specific behaviors with the target odor. In our case, specifically, that's going to be truffles. And then we're going to put it all together and transfer everything to truffle hunting. Another frequent question that I get is, why am I throwing treats in the basic sniffer dog game? The answer is pretty simple. I structured this program so that it's as easy as possible for you while being naturally rewarding for the dog. Because of that, some of the behaviors you will end up with are going to organically unfold throughout the process, essentially giving you a freebie. When you throw the treats in the basic sniffer dog game, the reinforcer is going to do the work for you, and eventually that's going to turn into a directed search behavior that you didn't have to actually train. You see, by throwing that treat in the direction your dog is going to search, you're actually pointing towards a search area. When we're done with the entire process, you'll actually be able to point to a specific area where you'd like your dog to look and ask them to search that area for truffles. My favorite reason for embedding these little freebie behaviors into the training plan is that it allows you to focus on your partnership and not your training mechanics. The last question that comes up frequently is where should I play these games with my dog? This is where we really need to consider the importance of context. Context is the combination of conditions that inform your dog about what is happening next. And you can listen to a lot more about that in episode two. And I'll put the link to that down in the show notes as well. For our purposes today, context is important when we decide where we're going to play this game. We want to play the game in context. So that means thinking about where truffles grow. You want to teach and play this game in environments that very closely simulate where the dog is actually going to be searching for truffles in the end. Ask yourself, what does it look like where I'm going to ask my dog to search? Since we are going to specifically be working towards finding truffles, we need to ask ourselves, what does that environment look like? And what does it not look like? For example, truffles don't grow inside, they don't grow in boxes, and they don't grow in containers. That means when you introduce this game and when you play the multiple variations of it, you're going to want to play the game outside. And you're going to want to work with your dog in a way that doesn't hide that odor in some sort of artificial container that they're never going to encounter out in the forest. But more about that in a later episode. So let's get to the games and observations part of the show. If you like what you hear and you're in and you want to teach your dog to find truffles, this is the next step. Sign up for my Sniffer Dog Challenge lessons and spend the next week building the foundation for a strong partnership and your truffle hunting adventures. You can find the sign up information in the show notes. Thank you for joining me. You've been listening to What the Dog Knows. I'm your host, Kristen Rosenbaugh. If you have questions for me, I'd love to hear from you. Just reach out on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook using the hashtag AskWhatTheDogKnows.